It's a long way to the top, but if you take it step by step, you'll make it. Let's climb that VO ladder with our host, Troy Holden, with all of us together on the voiceover ladder. Are you ready to make the climb? Hey, 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 here we are. Episode two. Will Vincent is going to kill me because I told him he and I would uh, would combine up on these episodes quickly, but I, I, I had some free time and I had a lot on my mind about myths and truths when you get into voiceover. And, and a lot of people are curious about this and a lot of us are new and we're all dealing with all this. So Will, my apologies, and, uh, and Louise, I'm going to have to ask you to... Uh, Help me out again on the intro. I, I've got to. I got to have two different intros because it's going to be weeks. There's going to be multiple hosts. So I'll be back to you for that. I'm sorry, but today we're going to talk about real quick truths and myths when you're starting out in VO. And these are things that I've run into. Uh, you may not have. You may have a different opinion. And uh, hey, drop comments on here and tell us about it. We are now on uh, Apple, and we're also on Spotify, so you can find us both places. So. I am a little over six months in, or really six months in. Uh, I started in July. Uh, as I've said a few times, I started on uh, Upwork uh, for about a month and a half. Then I started on my fiber. didn't really know how to do it. I uh, ended up doing a, a gig doctor with Dane Scott and got some help there and got my, my gig rolling a little bit and you know got on into level one, and I'm still waiting to go to level two. Had a good order uh, today that's going to help that. I'm getting closer and closer. I'm just a, a couple hundred bucks away. So um, with all that said, I'm I'm not the expert. I'm learning just like you are, and I'll share with you, uh, you know, what, what some of the things that I think and I believe. Um, so let's talk about truths and myths. Six months in, the things that came up the first few months and things that are still coming up. Uh, one of the things that you get told is you don't have to go out and buy equipment to get into VO. All right, that to me, that's a double. That's a truth and a myth. If you have some equipment, uh, and, and some of this you may have, you may have a good laptop, you may have a good PC, um, you may have a microphone, you know, you may have an interface, I don't know. But I went out and bought a Behringer USB mixer, and that's what I started with. And it worked. Uh, it was noisy, and I didn't really realize it at the time. Um, but it worked. I still have the same interface now that I bought right after that. I bought a PreSonus uh, Studio 24C. I have bought a Motu. I just haven't got the bugs out, and you may remember that from the first podcast. I haven't worked on it yet, and I'll get there. It could be in my PC. Will had a great suggestion. And I want to tell you guys, Will is a uh, – he's very sharp technically on a lot of this stuff. And there are a lot of people who, when they're talking and, and you think, boy, they just think they know everything. Well – most of the time he does know. So uh, I, I have really leaned on him a lot for some technical stuff. And uh, I'm hoping I get this Motu going because it's going to give me the ability to interface my audio into my YouTube stuff where everything flows through the, the DAW versus you're hearing it over my speakers and through the mic. And I'm looking forward to that. So I would like to get some YouTube stuff going as well. But anyway, we're talking, you don't have to go buy equipment. You know, yes, you're probably, you may have to go buy something. Uh, you, you have to have what it takes to do this. But as work comes along, you can get better equipment. So here's what I say is number one, get your space right. Uh, and I think almost everybody in voiceover will tell you that get your space right. 
whether it is a hobo fort, moving blankets, you're in a walk-in closet, and here are the things that I want to tell you to listen for. Your refrigerator. I have a Samsung, and it sounds like a transformer when it comes on. I don't know why it does that. The ice maker grinds and makes noise. I was in the bedroom kind of close to the to the kitchen, and it would pick that up. Uh, I also had to turn the central heat and air unit off, and in July, that's not a good thing in Tennessee. It's hotter than a mother here, so not a good thing for the air to be off for an hour or two. My wife didn't like that. Um, the other thing is, you know, if you're in a central part of the house or whatever, or dealing where there's traffic, I live in the country, so... There's not a ton of traffic, but the ones that go by here, they all have loud tires and loud mufflers. Everybody. We all got farm trucks out here, diesels. Uh, we're all pulling trailers, and the roads got potholes, and they got a lawnmower on the trailer, and they're bouncing. It's boom, boom, boom. I'm in a corner of the back of a garage. It was, it was converted to a storage room now, and I have two outside walls. I'm furthest away from the road that I can be, and that helps. I'm in a seven foot by about 42 inch room um, and it's fully covered in foam and it has some moving blankets on top of the foam. It does a pretty good job. I built this room. Uh, I put about 500 bucks in it. Well worth it. Does a good job, but it's still not quote unquote soundproof. There are times I have to stop because uh, I hear a dog out here digging in the yard or my horses decide to stampede, or the FedEx guy pulls up in the driveway. So I'm still getting noise, but it's not nearly as bad as it was. So number one, the truth. Yes, you have to have a treated space and get it as dampened as you can. Walk-in closets are awesome. Uh, I recorded two gospel albums in a walk-in closet uh, with no other, nothing but the clothes. And they are both pretty, pretty darn good. They're on my SoundCloud. You can go out and listen to them. One's called "Just Give It All," and the and I forget the title on the other one, but uh, yeah, go listen to them. I think it's called Faith. So anyway, what you're wanting to do is get that noise floor, that echo, that reverb, all that down and gone. These are things I learned the hard way. My first few things I did on Upwork sounded like they were recorded in a bathroom. They were awful, and people paid me for them. And I'm not saying you won't get paid for some of this, but you're not going to get the good stuff. Um, so get all that down and, and get, you know, pay attention to the fan noise on your PC. Uh, pay attention to all that ambient noise because you don't want to start putting out product that's noisy because you're going to get a bad name. Um, now let's talk about another myth that I've recently run into. I had a lot of people tell me, do not waste your money on voices.com you know uh, you'll be lucky if you get one job in a year well okay maybe it's beginner's luck um, like i said i started on upwork i went to fiverr i've been doing this six months i, I spent the money on voices.com in uh, late november the last week of november thanksgiving week i have averaged 1.8 six jobs a week if you break it out not quite two but better than one uh, but I'm still new and I haven't built reviews yet I only have five reviews on there they're all five stars and they're all very good reviews and I have five very happy clients three of them said they would come back three of them I'm 
uh, communicating with directly, which you can do that on Voices.com. Once you get that job and close that contract or you're in that contract, you can you can work with them off platform. So that's great uh, because now I'm also building my direct business. I'm putting those people in my direct marketing program. Um, so yes, you can get work on there. I'm not getting the $1,000 jobs. I'm getting the $250 jobs or the $350 jobs, but it beats the heck out of those $10 YouTube jobs I've been getting, right? So if your sound is good and, and, you, are, and you are acting, you're not reading, you don't sound like you're just monotone reading. If you're acting and you're into this and you're good at it, you can get the work. Um, it's not, you know, like I said, I'm not getting the big stuff. But it's good work, and I'm very proud of that. And you know what this does for you? It boosts your morale. It makes you hungry for more. Now I want to go get more coaching because there's other types of work I probably could get if I would learn a little more about it. And there are some things I could do better if I go get a coach who knows what they're doing. I've been coached. I said that last week. Mike Hathcote coached me through uh, four very good sessions and taught me a lot about making a demo and reading script and how to get more conversational. And here's another myth. You can't have natural talent to do voiceover. Yes, you can. You can have a knack for this. Look, folks, everybody can't be an actor, but there are people who are naturally talented actors. Here's my favorite example, and some people will go, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Elvis Presley never took a vocal lesson in his life. Never. Nobody taught him how to sing. He didn't need to be taught how to sing. So some of us don't have to be taught how to do vo voiceover to a point. We can do it. We kind of get it. We know how to sell something. We know how to convince you of something. Because maybe our background in life, we've done that before. I've managed people. I've had to motivate people to work for me. And that's been what I do. So I'm going to motivate somebody through a voiceover to take action. And that's what I need to do. Uh, I read a thing this morning on COVID about drive-in and getting tested. And I wanted people that when they heard that on the radio, I want them to go, I'm going there. That sounds easy. It makes sense. It's safe. I'm going there. And that was the mentality I got in as I read that script before I recorded it. I wanted to be the person that said, I wanted you to be believe that I need you to do it this way because it's safer and it's easier for you and we're going to take care of you. And that was my job to do that. So take that approach in everything you read. You're not reading it. You're telling a story or you're selling something or you're convincing somebody. Now, my favorite thing that I've done, and I've done several of these on Fiverr, are we're going to call them video sales letters, but some of them are not an hour long. They're only 10 or 15 minutes long, but they are. They're, they're usually done on, on YouTube with a video behind them, and it's usually a marketing thing. But my job is to say I'm, I'm not going to use the name I use on there. I'm Bill Smith. And, you know, this is how I do investing this and this and this. And I've been doing this for 35 years and I'm worried about your future, you know, and that's what we do. We become that person. All right. So if you can do this, if you got a knack for it, yes, you can. I don't care what platform it is. You're going to get work. All right. 
Here's another myth. Anybody can do voiceover. No, that's a myth. Anybody can't do voiceover. Everybody can't act. Everybody can't sing. Everybody can't write. Everybody can't do voiceover. If you have a passion for this and you love doing it and you've always wanted to do it, then do it. But if this is something you say, I want to make a buck, uh, I can do that. I can get into this for a little or nothing. I can work from home. Wrong attitude. I'm sorry. I got into this by accident, but I have always wanted to do this. I wanted to be in radio. I wanted to be on TV. I wanted to be a newscaster or a sportscaster or a weatherman. I always wanted to use my voice to make a living. I always wanted to do something. Heck, I, I probably, if I'd have been a, a nice, slender, nice-looking guy, I would have wanted to be an actor, but I knew I was not cut out for that. Now, I, I was a John Belushi. I could have done that, maybe. But, uh, you know, but no, I just decided I'd go this route. Um, here's another one. There's too many people on Fiverr. You know, that can go both ways. Um, there are a lot of gigs on Fiverr. And, and let me, I'm going to use some round numbers. These are not true numbers. But if you go on there and look, you'll see what I mean. If you log in and you're searching voiceover, you'll see how many people are in there as new and how many are level uh, level one, how many level two, and how many are top rated, and how many are on the pro verified. And you'll watch that number drop drastically as you go up. Tons and tons of people new. Level one goes down some. Level two goes down some more. Top rated goes way down. So what I'm saying is a lot of people fall out. They start but they never start. There are no telling how many gigs on there that are dead in the water and never are never looked at, never used. The, the person doesn't even go on there and do anything with it. So those numbers aren't totally realistic, but if you're on there and you're getting work, uh, you're getting found. So that's the trick, right? Getting found, um, getting on there and getting found. And, you know, so I, yeah, there's, there's too many on there in a way, but there's still room. Uh, I do believe that. If you have a passion for this, and I'll keep saying this a thousand times, if you have a passion, it's what you want to do, you'll find a place. Um, and like I said, those numbers, the way they drop, you know, anyway. Uh, here's one more, and this will probably be the last one because, gosh, I'm running into 14, 15 minutes. That was not my intent. Um, you cannot grow or maintain a voiceover business uh, unless you market. And, and I, that's 100% true. And you need to market in every place you can. Mar you can market on Fiverr. Well, how can I market on Fiverr? I'm not allowed to contact you. Sure you are. Everybody you've done business with, you can contact them. I do that once a month. I try to take in the first week of the month, I go through all of my messages and anybody I've done something with, I just drop them a note. Hey, uh, hope, hope you had a great month last month and I'm here if you need me. That's okay. They're not going to turn you in for that. You're just reaching out. Uh, and, and I had, um, put a thing in my, in my gig now. And I asked the question, is it okay to contact you if I have a new gig or something I want to share with you? I only had one person so far say, no, I put multiple choice. Yes. I would love to hear from you or no, I don't need that information. I'll contact you. And I think I've had one person click the no box. So I've got written permission to contact them. So nothing wrong with that. And, and uh, it works. You know, um, I have people come back because of that. There are people on there that I know I probably won't hear from again, but there are a lot of them on there that maybe only do something once or twice a year. And I want my name popping their inbox once a month so they remember me. Um, 
And, and like I was talking about on Voices.com, I, I pull the, once those clients are in and we're under contract, I ask for, the, for email and always get it. So I'm building direct email there. What else do I do? I do the same thing on Upwork that I do on Fiverr. I reach out to past clients. Um, what, do, what else do I do to build direct business? And I do have some direct business. I have a, a YouTube client that does two videos a week, and he pays way more than anybody else I've ever gotten paid for on YouTube. And it's direct business, and he's in Brazil. Um, I, have, uh, I make calls to local businesses. Uh, doctor's offices, um, real estate agencies, insurance agencies, and I ask about their phone and their IVR system. Uh, can I send you some samples? Um, can I drop something off, especially if it's local? Um, I do, uh, realtors, can I narrate your home tours for you and help you with that? I can even edit your videos for you. Um, I'm not getting anything yet, but I'm going to keep my name out there because I think as COVID goes away and, and, and there's more interaction going on, they're going to remember you were out, you know, sending things and trying to, to chase that business. So I chase that on a regular basis. Now, I still work a full-time job like most everybody else that starts out in this. So my lunch hour is where I spend time looking at the sites What's going on? Is there anything out there on Upwork I need to, to send a proposal on? Do I have anything going on with Fiverr? Uh, what's on Voices.com? I may save some jobs so I can audition for them that night. I have done a phone audition on Voices.com, and I told them I would do a formal audition later, but I wanted my name at the top of their list, and that worked, and I got that job. So the phone auditions can work. So I come home in the evenings. I usually spend a couple of hours or an hour in the booth, depending on how much I got to get done. Um, sometimes I get up around 5.30 in the morning and do that work in the mornings. And I make sure I mark it at least about 30 minutes a day, whether that's sending some emails, reaching out to agencies. Yes, I do all those things that Anthony Pika tells you to do, that everybody else tells you to do. Uh, Bill DeWeasel tell you to do it. I'm doing the direct contact stuff, asking uh, for that kind of work. So anyway, I don't know. I just had a bug that I wanted to get all this off my chest today that somebody needs to hear it. Maybe not sure who, but whoever it is, I hope it helps you. And, uh, I have went on way longer than I meant to. I, I want to keep these things around 12 minutes. Uh, and here I am at almost 20, but Hey, thanks everybody. Episode two is in the books. And if there's anything we can help you with ever on the VO Ladder, get on our Facebook page, ask the question, and we'll try to get you an answer and help you. And uh, that's what we're here for. We're all down here on the bottom rung together, and we're going to work our way up. And hey, have a wonderful week. Happy, happy, happy New Year. And God bless America as we try to get through this transition. Amen. Ebony, 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 that's all, folks. 